my name is Mansi and I am obsessed with unearthing every little secret about parenting, babies, business and wellness that will help you navigate through all the questions you always wanted to ask but didn't know who to. Think of this as your play day with a fellow mom over wine or coffee who loves her kids but also needs her happy ass without them. So now grab your tea, sit cozy and stay tuned for another stellar episode of Keep It Real Podcast by KidStopRest.com. Does your child currently like to read? How many parents? Okay, I'm very happy for all those who have not raised their hands because there's hope. Okay, towards the end of the four panelists, we will have you converted. Okay, um, what brought you here today? Again, coming back to the quadrant, you love reading, child does not love reading. You feel that the child should read, but the child thinks screens are better. Um, you, your child um, reads till you read and then the tension is fizzled out. You are a parent of an 8, 9, 10 year old and you feel that okay now my child does not, I don't need to read to my child. You could be in all of these spaces. To raise better children, we need to raise ourselves to be better parents. And I love this because the first step to raising a reader is not to improve your child, it's to improve yourself. Because you're suffering with mindset blocks. You've already got these preconceived notions. I'm not a reader. What a book sounds like. I'm not a crossword. I'm not a crossword. I'm not a crossword. Which book should I actually read? Which book should I actually pick up? My child keeps reading the same book again and again. Now what should I do? I am a working parent. I reach home only at 7 in the evening. My nanny doesn't know how to read English. My daddy is reading stories in Hindi or Gujarati or Marathi or whatever other language. We have so many like excuses. All I need from each one of you guys to commit is 15 minutes. Okay? And we're going to get to those 15 minutes. Trust me, I hear you when I know how difficult those 15 minutes are. But we're going to do it towards the end of this presentation. So, simplify the first part for all of you guys, which is I don't know which books. There's a woodpecker uh, section is right there. So, what you need to do is you need to just go there and start your selection there. Okay? So, the first part of it is sorted. Again, get rid of this mindset block that my parents didn't read to me. I turned out fine. If I don't, if my kids don't read, they will also turn out fine. This is a mindset block that all of us as parents have. Right? The third one is, he does, he or she does not sit in one place at a time. He's always jumping around and I'm saying he, he, he because this is what I keep hearing. You're lucky you have two girls because they'll read. You have to have a boy. And I'm like, when did books start deciding which gender you belong to, right? If you will sit, the child will sit. If it is started from 15 months, like that's how young her child is, trust me, it will stay till 15 years. It's only about 15 minutes a day. That's all we're targeting. Okay? When I say those 15 minutes, it's because it's, I want you guys to treat these 15 minutes like an SIP. Okay? Every known for an SIP is. Okay, if you, it's that 15 minutes that you're going to make every single day so it will yield the results which are going to be lifelong. You're not going to say that you need to SIP made up. Just make it into that habit. It's like that thing that goes out on the fifth of every month because that's what it is all about. And the next step to getting there, I want you guys to stop reading books and reading as a punishment. That's why I put a broccoli and ice cream there. Because we always tell our children, 
If you don't read, you will not go down to play. Who's the enemy? The book. If you do not read, I will not let you watch TV. Who's the who's who's the bad person? The book, right? Because this book is the one who's not letting me get to do whatever I want to do. So I need you to stop treating books as a punishment. It's like your child doesn't like to eat broccoli. I hope he or she does, but if he doesn't, and if this is what you're doing, then that's that's the first mindset shift that you need to make. Books need to be treated as a treat always. Whether it's birthday, whether it's gifts you give to other children, whether it's gifts you give to your child, it needs to make it to that wrapping paper. It's really what needs to make it to that wrapping paper because the minute anything is wrapped in a shiny wrapping paper, it's a game changer. It always looks appealing and attractive, and that's what I want you guys to do. The next one is I want you to focus on storytelling. Reading is one of the ways of storytelling. Feel free to listen to audiobooks. There is absolutely nothing wrong in reading. Different children learn differently. And I can say this from my example that I read well, but I listen better. Okay, and I've realized only this at 40. So while you're driving, whether it's podcasts, whether it's audiobooks, I mean, I don't know. Still get these today, but I used to have these read aloud series. I'm sure you made a digital version of that, which actually put in the CD. I almost feel like a dinosaur talking about it now because I don't think anybody in this generation has seen the CD. So we should put that in the car on the way to school and then come back home and read the same book. That was a big game changer. My kids learned to read much, much faster, but trust me, the aim was not to make them read faster. This is something that I want all parents to make note of, which is very quickly to tell you. Let your child pick the book. Don't judge. Okay? You know, when my kids used to come and get sometimes books from the library, which used to be just one book on puppies, which is like 10 different puppies, and I'm like, you can read better. Why have you got it? I'm saying this in my head, not in my child. Like, why should a book filled with just 10 puppies, right? Or sometimes it was just a glittery red butterfly, and I'm like, you know, that expression, but you still don't do that. Because it just appealed to them that much more. And maybe she written more essays on the shiny, glittery red butterfly than she's written on anything else. And trust me, I can say that. But children typically take books sometimes harder than their level because they want to show off because of peer pressure that, oh, I can read this. Sometimes they take it lower than their level because they want to read it for the joy of reading. Sometimes they take Comics, sometimes they read magazines, sometimes they take something else. Your job as a parent is to still make sure that you're not negating that experience of reading for them. Because that is what will, you know, that, that's, that's something that's going to stop them from picking that book again or a similar book again because they, they, they're seeking your validation all the time. They're going to react like, um, you know, that library period will literally become like a pain. And that's not what you're aiming for. Your job as a parent should not end at reading with your child, but what happens after. Right? And as your children grow, you want to cover this a little bit more. What did you what did you like? What did you dislike? What was it about? Can you add on to that subject? You want to talk about if you were to change this, if you were to add to this, how would you do it? So that is one way that children help you guys extend on that. Um, last but not least, 
I want you guys to learn about the five finger test, which will help you evaluate whether or not you're you're reading at the right level for your children. So if your child is making zero mistakes, obviously the book is extremely easy for your child. If it's one mistake, it's okay. It's still at the right level. Two mistakes. This level is just right. You need to keep it going. And when I say mistakes, it's not essentially mistakes. But it's one word or two words or three words that they find difficult to read, and that is still assuming that it's the right level. Fourth, four mistakes is when you start seeing that maybe it's assisted reading, and then it's definitely higher level for your child reading. So you need to evaluate, and that's how you pick and choose whether the book that you're selecting for your child at every stage. Is the right level for your child to read or not? And of course, like I keep saying, don't worry about the reading. The reading is part of storytelling. Focus on all forms of learning how to storytell, whether it's audio, video, music, um, reading, whether it's plays, whether it's dramas, whether it's movies. But all of it has a story. So focus on raising a reader. Who's going to be a storyteller? So he or she can control his or her narrative.